Hello and welcome to another Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew O'Shea. In this episode, you'll be hearing from Bod Griffiths and how he uses his OSB pigs in his cookery score. But first up, we have some exciting news from the group. This week, we released our Pig Keeping for Beginners course, which we have put together to help those that want to start out with pigs and put that first foot forward. The course will give you the fundamental basics of getting ready for your pigs, things like legalities, record keeping, welfare, the pig's environment, nutritional needs, and understanding their behaviour and when to spot when things aren't quite right. So the course costs just £95 per person, and we're hosting them all over the UK by people that we've selected from the Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group. We have a few initial dates already set up for 2020, but we're adding more all the time. If you wish to find out more, have a wander over to OxfordSandyAndBlackPigGroup.org. Right, let's hear what Bob Griffiths had to tell us about his cookery school and Oxford Sandy and Blacks. Well, this morning we're, we're joined by Bob Griffiths at Vale House Kitchen. Uh, morning, Bob. Morning, morning. How are we? Good, thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time to join the podcast with us. Um, so you run is it Vale House Kitchen, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So we're a cookery school. We're based just outside Bath, but basically between Bath and Bristol. Um, and we're really uh, all about getting people reconnected with the, with their food. Um, so we started uh, just under seven years ago now. We've actually just won Best Cookery School in the Southwest. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Um, but one of the main things we do, we keep um, OSBs here, Oxford Sandy Black Pigs, and we like to show people, uh, A, how to keep the pigs, and B, when they, uh, when, if they are keeping pigs, then how to butcher them and how to make all sorts of exciting things out of them. Um, we're really lucky to have Steve Lamb, who uh, is well known at River Cottage. He comes and hosts both our pig butchery and our smoking and curing courses. Um, and it's, it's fantastic. It's really, really good to be able to show people rare breed pigs. Um, I think they're probably one of the best pigs that you can use, certainly if you're doing butchery and, and making things like charcuterie, so bacon, sausages, salamis. Um, because we, we grow ours fairly large, we take them on to about nine or ten months, so they come back you know, with a very decent um, layer of fat on them, which is, again, if you are making charcuterie, certainly you need that fat and uh, a lot of the flavours in the fat. Um, so, yeah, no, it's incredible. It's really, really good fun. Sounds interesting. So, so, obviously, you know, I'm very pro Oxford Sandy and Black. What made you do make the decision to go from that breed? Did you try any other breeds before you got we, there? We, or? we didn't. We've always kept OSBs. We're quite lucky. Uh, there's a lady near us who breeds OSBs. Um, originally, we had a chap called um, Robin who uh, hosted a few of our courses. He keeps his own pigs, and he's always kept OSBs. He had, he had tried keeping a few others, um, and I know that he sort of said if you had anything that was crossed with a Tamworth, you could sort of lead yourself down a, a path of sort of slight trouble, whereas the OSBs are a, a lot more docile and, and, you know, very easy to keep. So um, we've been keeping pigs now. We've been here nine years. I think uh, I've literally just taken a couple to the, to the abattoir yesterday. So I think this is our seventh lot, and we've never had any problems with them. They're really... Um, lovely pig you know they've got lovely temperaments they're really really you know nice to keep and they're perfect for what we're doing well yeah that's, that's interesting so did the pigs come first or did the school come first well I mean how did you get um, from yeah that's an interesting one actually I think we we kept pigs before we uh first opened the school um I before we lived here down in the west country I lived up in London but I had a friend that 
um, lived just outside London. And he decided to get a couple of pigs. A few of us sort of paid for the upkeep of them. And we had sort of a pig butchery weekend at his. And uh, it was brilliant. You know, again, we all made sort of sausages and air dried hams and all of that sort of thing. So that really um, ignited my enthusiasm to get involved. And I think certainly if you do keep your own um, your own pigs, you're a lot more connected with the with the meat and the food when you actually eat it. Yeah, agree. Totally agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and I and I don't think I certainly think you know OSBs are fantastic. You know, flavour wise, I don't think you can probably get any better pork. Um, and it's one of the things we certainly get on our courses. What well, one thing we always do is we get everyone to chop their own chops for lunch. All right. Um, and um, it's always a, a real highlight because we uh, we really don't do anything. A little bit of salt and pepper, a bit of butter. Sometimes we do them on the barbecue. Certainly not at this time of year with all these storms that keep on coming <laughs> yeah, through. Yeah. Um, but um, even if you know you just pan fry, finish them off in the oven, and everyone always says, you know, my God, I, d- I don't think I've ever had pork that tastes like this. Um, we're quite lucky. We've got the, the pigs live in an orchard. We generally always get our pigs. Um, late summer, early autumn, so normally around the beginning of September. And um, the last, certainly the last couple of years, we've had so many apples and pears um, that we always, you know, that the pigs get the, the fair share of all of those as well. And people always say, oh, yeah, I think I can taste the apples in it. So, um, you know, they really are an absolutely delicious pig to eat, I have to say. They are. I mean, th- sounds like they're spoiled with all those uh, apples <laughs> yeah, and pears. We, we, yeah, we only ever get three. Um, the, the bit of land that we keep them in isn't isn't huge, so we we get uh, three three at a time. Um, and yeah, they do get they do get spoiled on that. <laughs> and why not? And why not? So uh, I also understand that you recently um, got an award. Is that correct? For yeah, that's for- right. So we won um, best cookery school in the southwest. Um, it was in the uh, food magazine readers awards, and um, a lot of that I think is down to the amazing tutors we have, um, but also because we really want to show people. Um, where their food comes from and sort of get them reconnected with their food as such we do have a lot of people when they um, come and they they, you know they see the pigs and then they sort of come back up and we then show them how to butcher them and everything and I think it's that and then they always end up eating some of the pig on the day as well so I think that whole sort of field to fork aspect is really I mean it's really important to me it's really important to our ethos and um, I mean we've had people come on our courses and then go up to set up sort of little charcuterie companies. Um, we've had people leave here and then go on to keep their own pigs and do their own butchery. So, um, yeah, I, I feel that's, that's really, really important. I think we should be eating a lot more high-quality meat and certainly not anything that's sort of intensively farmed. Yeah, and, and, and also I think as local as you possibly can as well. Definitely, you know? definitely. Yeah. I, mean, the food, the food, I mean, the abattoir from us is about 25 minutes. Um, so you couldn't have sort of less food miles than there is in our pigs, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I understand. Yeah. And also it means, um, you know, the pigs don't really get particularly stressed. We're quite lucky. Uh, the abattoir we go to is a really small abattoir. It's really not a commercial abattoir at all. It's actually one of the local um, abattoirs where they train a lot of the vets. And, um, you know, they have really, really high uh, welfare standards and, it, you know, it's great. So you are eating you know, as, as local and as organic sort of meat as you can, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, so you, you touched on the charcuterie there. So, I mean, yes. do you have a favourite charcuterie, you know, um, 
product that you that you like making more than others, or is it? You know, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a few to be honest with you. We do make a really sort of traditional Italian style salami, um, which is absolutely delicious. I was at, I've actually just we've got a few hanging up in the game larder at the moment. I've just been checking on them this morning that were almost ready. Um, which is a really simple sort of black pepper, fennel, garlic, and a bit of red wine. Um, and they're they're well, they're just absolutely delicious. They're fantastic. But we also because we're quite lucky to keep our own pigs, we always like to keep the back leg. Um, we do make quite a bit of air-dried ham. All right. um, we've got a huge one, actually, up in the school at the moment that we've just tucked into that was from, well, it's been hanging up for just over 18 months. Um, it came from one of our very big pigs. I think we had a, one of the one of the balls we had came back from uh, came back from the abattoir probably I think it was about 110 kilos. Wow. So I know that this back leg weighed about 13 or 14 kilos, which by any standard is a big ham. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it spent uh, you know a fair while in the in the, the salt. I mean, you um, leave a ham, an air dried ham goes in the salt for three days per kilo. So this was in the salt for sort of well over a month, which is quite a long time. And then you do need to. To let them mature properly, um, we always say if you are going to make an air-dried ham, to hang it up for at least six months. A year is, you know, is ideal to be honest. Um, but this one definitely needed longer, so we've hung it up for eighteen months. And guys, it well, I bet it is. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, if anyone. If anyone is interested, if they want to go onto our Instagram or our Facebook, I've, I've put quite a few pictures of it up there, and it, oh, it really is absolutely amazing. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, yeah, if people want to find you, you know, if someone that doesn't keep pigs is interested in finding yeah. out a bit more about pork and butchery and, and your cookery school, how, yeah. how, how can they find you? Well, we're, we're online, so um, the, the cookery school is called Vale House Kitchen, so we're valehousekitchen.co.uk. Um, we're on all forms of social media, so we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, um, we're on Twitter. Certainly we post a fair bit up on um, both Facebook and Instagram. Um and if anyone wants to get in touch, I know that um, I've put a few things up on the, the OSB Facebook page and we've actually had a few people come back to us saying, oh, you know, how do you do this? What's the best way of making air-dried ham? What would you use if you were making salamis? So we're more than happy if anyone's got any questions about, you know, um, you know from anything, sausages, bacon, charcuterie. Just ping us a ping us an email, ping us a question and we'll happily answer it. Thank you very much, Bob. That's, uh, it's been fantastic talking to you it sounds like you've got a really niche market there in, in what you're doing and thank you very much for your time today absolute pleasure it's been absolutely lovely to speak to you thank you very much bud cheers well thanks again bud that was really interesting and i'm sure our members will agree as always if anyone would like to be interviewed for a podcast you can drop me an email andrew at oxford sandy and black pig group.org and don't forget you can find us on facebook we have two groups Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group, and OSB Rare Breed Pork. You can also find us on Twitter, at Oxford Pig, and on Instagram, Oxford Sandy Black Pig Group. Well, until next time, I've been your host, Andrew O'Shea. Happy pig keeping. <laughs>